And uh, we're going to try something a little bit new in today's episode. Um, Mark and I have been experimenting, playing around with, you know, how to operate this show, how to operate this podcast between him and I, and and what's going to be most beneficial for us, what's going to be most beneficial for you, our listener, um, and what's going to be the most like entertaining but enlightening at the same time, and 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 maybe uh, something that can last for a while. Yeah, something yeah. that feels really sustainable. Um, Good word. If you're I was a, trying to think of sustainable, but that business was not happening. <laughs> um, and so, I mean, if you're a longtime listener, you've seen us have conversations with different individuals on different topics and do a lot of like teaching and training. And that came from Mark and I's desire to create a resource that was ongoing for individuals who wanted it. Um, and, you know, we'll get to some of this in our conversation today, but it's been a tiring year. It's been a tiring couple of months, <laughs> tiring day. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's tiring. It's nine o'clock and I want to go to bed. Yeah. And there's, a lot of joy that Mark and I get from these conversations. There's a lot of fun that we have during this. Um, and there's other projects that are about to launch that are going to take up a lot of our mental capacity. Uh, and so we wanted to find some ways to make therapist invitation what it needs to be, but also something that is so much fun and so almost lighthearted and and light for us. Mm -hmm. um, and one of the things that we're going to experiment with today is, is kind of just approaching this from just having a conversation rather than trying to teach a content or to convey an idea or pose certain questions. Really just allow you, the listener, the opportunity um, that you've had in the past. Like, it's not any different than the well, past. I was going to say, many of you might be wondering, like, isn't that what they do already? Yeah. Well, behind the scenes, um, we we play rock paper scissors to figure out who's going to do the topic. <laughs> and, I, and I think you know, back when we had a candid conversations, we had a three to six month plan. Yeah. Now you and I don't have the bandwidth to do planning, and usually it's I'm driving over here going, oh, I probably should come up with an idea of what to talk about. So even though it so seems like not much is changing, yeah. it's more on our end of. Just inviting you into our friendship and yeah. our conversations around life and mental health and and maybe a little bit more vulnerable uh, yeah. around our own stuff. Yeah. Um, so, and and as sort, I don't know, preface caveat. I'm not sure what to call it, but um, we're recording this at the first week of um, January, mm -hmm. and we just released our episode on Mayfield Collective. We have several others that are already recorded and on cue, but we're going to release this um, today, but it's next week for us at the moment, last week for you, timey-wimey stuff. Um, and so the the preface that I want to give is we may continue with this, and, and one of the things that would be really helpful for us is to hear from you. And, you know, is this approach more or less of what you're looking for from from this podcast is this the part of candid conversations and therapist invitation that you've loved mm -hmm. or is this the part of those of our past programming that you've kind of waded through for the other parts mm -hmm. um because i i think you know like what you were saying mark like this isn't new no for us like we've tried to keep our friendship as kind of the foundational piece of our 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 show um, 
and so yeah if you want to reach out to us and give us some feedback we'd love mm-hmm. to hear that um candid at mayfieldcounseling.com eventually we'll get a new <laughs> email address uh and if we decide to continue you may hear a couple more episodes uh that are a little bit more like topic based um before we get back into sure. what we're recording now but yeah so mark this idea kind of stemmed from a pre-recording conversation where we were just talking about like life I mean, 2021, we've been looking forward to since the start of 2020. (laughs) So about, what, March 13th of 2020. Almost a year. Almost a year, yeah. And it just feels like every year for our personal lives, our lives in Mayfield Counseling Centers, things get chaotic Mm. November, December. Mm -hmm. Chaotic. This year has been no different started in september though <laughs> well, yeah right right yeah started <laughs> september as continued and and you know we were just talking about like we're tired we're worn out um both you and i are experiencing you know a, a progression or a re- immersion or uh, i wanted to say remission but that's the opposite <laughs> Just went with the rest of the words <laughs> of our of our depression from yeah. from the past, and we've we've shared that before. And just like what what happens when therapists struggle with mental health and emotional health the same way that every other right. human does? What <laughs> we struggle too? And I, actually, like you, you, we brought a. I, I'm gonna have you talk to this. There's an additional struggle to a therapist. Yes, uh, rather than you know. Jane Doe when it comes to like mental health. Well, yeah, well, we'll get, uh, yeah, I'll talk about that. Uh, well, it's interesting because I was, I was sharing with Trevor before we started um, that I think everything, I was in survival, been in survival mode. Mm-hmm. You know, I was just thinking about this the other day. My dad's uh, cancer surgery was, was about a month away mm-hmm. uh, for the first one year anniversary. And that's when kind of all hell broke loose, even before. Mm-hmm. COVID and you know we know and we've talked about this on the show that our body remembers mm-hmm. right and uh, we have se- seasonal issues too and all that kind of stuff but uh, um, I was trying to figure out this week why am I close to tears why am I just kind of down in the dumps why am I not sleeping yeah you know um, people think you know well if you're depressed don't, don't you sleep all the time well no, not all. There's the other side of it too. Yeah. You're not sleeping at all, which enhances the depression because right. you're not getting your REM cycle and all that kind of stuff. And it hit me yesterday. I was by myself at the house. I think the girls were all at doing something, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" Like I'm coming off of survival mode. Mm-hmm. We're in 2021 now. I made it through 2020. My dad's alive. My father-in-law's alive. My mom's alive. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, we're you know we're still standing. And, and as an organization and all this kind of stuff, um, man, I'm, I'm beat. Yeah. And it just came like a flood. And in that moment, I'm like, I probably should call a counselor. <laughs> and I'm like, nah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I trust anybody. And that's the, that's, that's the, the mind, the yeah. mind battle. And I'm like, stop it. Right. You know? And so I didn't even talk to my wife. I just picked up the phone and called an organization, you know, about 30 miles away outside of our area. Yeah. And uh, left a message. I'm like, okay, it's done. Yep. 
And then I called back and I'm like, oh, I'm going to pick up the phone. And I picked up the phone and got something scheduled. And yeah. I think the battle that I have is that, um, and this sounds so arrogant. And so it's like, now if I say it out loud, it's just like, what is wrong with you? Like, nobody's good enough. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I know what you're doing. I know mm-hmm. what you're trying to do, you know. I'm, yeah. And I'm like, stop it. It's it's this unique struggle that I recognized pretty early on in working here when I was going through my undergrad. And just thinking about, like, there's a part of it that's having seen behind the veil and knowing, like, if a, if a person, if a therapist tries this certain technique, I'm able to say, like, oh, we're doing a empty chair and this is a gestalt uh, uh, technique and the purpose of it is this. And given what I've said in the context of our therapeutic relationship, this is probably the outcome that we're looking for. And so yada, yada. And, and like my best friend Peter pointed this out to me a little while ago. We were taking a test on like which of Brandon Sanderson's orders you fall under. It was like a personality test for his book. So, but regardless. <laughs> Nerd alert, nerd alert, nerd alert. so nerdy. But we were going through it, and I I was like, okay, I always get this result. And he disagreed with the result. And so I had him walk with through me, through it with me. And he was saying, like, eh, maybe a little bit lower, maybe a little higher, you right. know, based on how he knows me. And one of the things that came up was um with creativity. And it was I forget what the dynamic was, but it had something to do with like outside of the box thinker, non-logical, creative, you know, fanciful, or logical and scientific. And I put myself more on the artsy well, side. You like videography and you like that kind of stuff. Right. And he was like, eh. <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? Eh? And he was like, well, you approach things very scientifically. You you think through the logic of things. And as I was thinking about it, I was like, oh yeah, I do think about like color science rather than vibe or like there are different language uh, items. And so for me going into a therapist's office, my analytic scientific mind kicks in and rather than being swept away on the process, I'm like bombarded by all these thoughts about the logistics and the pro like the steps of the process and what's going on. And that can be, I mean, I've had one or two clients that have, have had that in the room yeah. and it's a real barrier. Like it's really hard it to is. work through. Well, and I told my wife last night, I said, I think I know what the problem is. Yeah. <laughs> like I know what the problem is. Right. Like it's very obvious what the problem is. Uh, I know why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling. Yeah. But I said, I think I'm at the point now where it would be really nice just to have somebody to help sort it out with mm-hmm. me. And so I'm not, I think I've made my mind up too. I'm just going to come in and be completely honest mm-hmm. and let them kind of help me sort things out. Um, and not do my best not to to be that way in the process. Yeah. But I think sometimes it's just nice to have some like you know we talk about this all the time. It's nice to have a paid friend. Right. Like though you and I are are really good friends, and I've got a couple other really good guy friends. I don't want to be talking about all this mm-hmm. stuff all the time with you guys right. because that's draining on you. Yeah. You know we want to have fun. We want to have play games or in, engage in. You know, lighthearted conversation, and yes, our friendship is that place where we can do those sure. kind of things. But I'm just realizing I would just like somebody I can dump on. Well, and there's if there's an interesting dynamic too with us both being therapists that 
you know, we kind of recognize. Wait, sit with that for a minute. Is that kind of weird to say? After yeah, your journey? a little bit. Yeah, a little coming bit. up on a, a year since Yeah, it feels a little less rewarding than I thought it would. <laughs> um, <laughs> but with both of us as therapists, there's this aspect of, like, I don't want to make you, quote unquote, work. Sure. With our relationship. I don't want to. With presuppositions in our minds. And yeah, that. like to come to you and say, like, Mark, I feel really depressed. And and with the hope that you're going to play therapist in the relationship. Because, I mean, it's relationship. Friendship comes with aspects of what we, we sure. pursue in therapy. And, and so I think that actually can act like a huge barrier mm-hmm. for therapists specifically in seeking support. Because we're so used to... Mm, I need to set proper boundaries around this. And then we find ourselves walled off and we haven't talked to anyone. Right. And we're like, oh, shoot. <laughs> I'm really struggling right now. <laughs> this, yeah. this isn't great. Well, and that's, I think, where I came to that. I think, and I think part of my, to be completely honest, is part of the reason I didn't seek out counselor in 2020 is I, I needed to make it through. Yeah. If I let myself go there, I probably would have fallen apart. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm like, okay. Yeah. I don't have to hold it together anymore. You know, my dad, you know, and, and so I think, you know, and, and, and it really hit me over Christmas um, because of the ability. I think I told you this when you were over at the house the other day of realizing that I actually get to do a third generation, mm-hmm. three generation male photo with my dad when my son comes. Yeah. Like, and I, and against all odds, that shouldn't have happened. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, I was talking to my dad the other day. He had just gotten down with his like month checkup or whatever and everything came back clean and, and clear and all that kind of stuff and the doctor goes you know if you weren't as healthy as you were coming in you wouldn't have made it mm-hmm. you know and he shouldn't have made it anyways mm-hmm. but so sitting with the weight of that mm-hmm. you know has been has right. been interesting and well yeah because i mean it takes vulnerability and a willingness to expose the brokenness mm-hmm. for therapy to, like I can't go into therapy and say, like, everything's great. Because then the therapist's response should be, then why are we here? <laughs> and it's like, well, because I want a therapist. Okay, for what? Yeah. To help. Help with, with what? what? Um, to, for me to be better. What does that mean? Like, <laughs> it's happened. It's definitely happened. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. But, like, it's kind of like um, if you've ever done a puzzle – like you have to have a set space for the puzzle and you have to have that space like almost protected for a certain amount of time in order to complete the puzzle. Right. Cause otherwise you're going to lose your puzzle pieces and whatever. Like if, if you're doing it on the floor of Legos with your kids, like or the dog is in the room and likes to eat stuff, <laughs> you're not going to have success. You have to have right. the space to do that. You have to make the space to do that. And sometimes we just need to hold on to that puzzle for a little bit of time with the recognition. Like I am okay, right. but I need to deal with this puzzle. Well, and that, yes, I like that. And I think too, one of the things that I've been really cognizant of is um, as things get back to some sense of normalcy, I don't want them to. Mm-hmm. Like I really have enjoyed mm-hmm. time with my daughters and my wife and being at home. And, you know, uh, it is like, I'll be honest today, coming to the office was hard. Mm-hmm. Like, I would just rather, you know, put my slippers on and sit in front of, you know, and do my computer stuff and then mm-hmm. come out and do a puzzle and play mm-hmm. and hang out and then have lunch and then go back to my office. Um, and I, and, and, and I've been taking some cues from you, and so I'm going to try to say this in a way that's not 
Psychoanalytic? No, not psychoanalytic. <laughs> more like this is a compliment, not a not a diss. Okay. So I'll preface that. <laughs> like you know me, I'm like I'm I'm uh for as long as you've known me, I'm I'm pushing through, I'm yeah. I'm, I'm trying new things, I'm 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 diversifying, yep. you know, all this kind of stuff. And hustling. Yeah, I think that's a good way of putting it. And I've just watched you over the last year and and a half or so, mm-hmm. and, and you're like you're content mm. with you know, and, and, and yeah, you have desires and your dreams mm-hmm. and you've started your consulting business to do videos for therapists and all this kind of stuff. And you're, you've got three or four different streams of income mm-hmm. like I do too, but you're content. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, it's been that battle too of going, mm-hmm. man, I, I'm actually like content mm-hmm. and, and do I want to make X a year? Yeah, that'd be fantastic. But at what cost? And now I'm going back to, and so this is all the stuff that I'm mm-hmm. processing through. And I'll probably start processing with my therapist too mm-hmm. of, oh, I could make X, but I don't know if I want to do the effort. Mm-hmm. And so Y is just fine, mm-hmm. you know? And I yeah. think, yeah, and I'm, I'm sure you've wrestled with that. Mm-hmm. In it, you know, the calm, cool, collected Trevor is, you know, there's stuff going behind the behind the scenes, probably totally. running running the wheels and that kind yeah. of stuff. But no, I it's it's really meaningful to hear that from me, Mark, because I think that's something that I have admired in my mother and my grandfather for decades. Mm. Um, just their ability to like go with the flow, be easy, be kind of relaxed and still do so much like my mom homeschooled five kids and she's got her doula at the same time doula like, stuff now and you know all this like kind of stuff crazy right? um and um so it's something i've admired in other people and really in, like since i finished my master's i've felt a significant amount of peace and contentedness of i'm real happy where i am and i don't really need to change things and like financially that's not the biggest deal to me right now doing fine you know, everything's okay. I don't mm-hmm. need to strive for more finances. I need to strive for more of what is meaningful to me and what's going to keep my life in balance. And I'm actually, so I, I told Brie this last night, um, I'm doing an EMDR training. Oh, when do you start? Uh, next weekend, I think. Chandra? Yep. Uh, well, Lord bless you. Oh my Keep gosh. You. Dude. May his I felt, I feel so much weight and distress and just misery thinking about having to go back to a class like it's really hitting me Mm -hmm. and I think that was a big part of why I was able to feel so content for the past year is because I was done with school yeah and I was able to like just be and do what I wanted to do and not have to worry about school and not worry about people judging me for something that they're asking like it's different when a client tells me they have feedback because you know my goal is to support them, right. not to provide a perfect product on the first time. Right. And and here, you know, my goal is to enhance Mayfield Counseling Centers and provide resources for the community and and to be a support, um, not to like be perfect or you know get good grades on everything or have everything typed out correctly. Right. Whereas school like felt that way and. It is like that is something that is deeply distressing me. <laughs> I almost called him and quit. And and you know how just amazing EMDR is. Yeah. But it is. It is a it, you know for those of you who don't know a training for EMDR, good training for EMDR, eye movement desensitization reprocessing, which is a you know a trauma therapy mm-hmm. that we use. 
um, is 80 hours. Yeah. You know, so you've got starting next weekend and you go all weekend. Yep. So we go, I think it's eight hours, Saturday, Sunday. So yeah. eight hours, Saturday, eight hours, Sunday. Break. And then I think it's two weeks off and then a week, like it basically goes until April. Yeah. So week off, Saturday, Sunday, I think you get like three or four weeks off and then the Saturday, Sunday. With homework. Uh-huh. I don't want homework. <laughs> You you will you will and, and the nice thing for you though is that you'll have clients that will so benefit from this. I stuff. think so. And you'll I en- think so. And you'll enjoy it. I was talking to one of our therapists the other day um, in supervision and and just how much EMDR has blessed mm. his clients and it blessed me too when mm-hmm. I was working for my own stuff. So you'll 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 enjoy it. Yeah. But I get it. Like the humanness of you, you know, school is a necessary evil for your goals, but oh my it was gosh. <laughs> in a lot of ways traumatic. Oh yeah. You know. Yeah, my undergrad especially. There, I mean, I had the the very common story of going to a Christian theological undergrad and totally having it devastate my faith and my desire for relationship with the church. And um, that's been healed, but yes, for sure, for sure. But, but like, yeah. it's common. Like, it is. that's a common experience. I think even. Um, uh, Chan, uh, Francis, Chan. Francis Chan had uh, talked briefly about like seminary was really hard on for his faith, mm-hmm. not because he was challenged in his theology, but because like he was encountering people. Right. Oh my gosh, I know. <laughs> That's part of I think the burnout yeah. that I'm feeling and the depression is just my encounters with people. Yeah, Pe- and, and and people with titles or education or positions that would seem to communicate a certain level of maturity. level of uh, or a certain type of person. Mm, agreed. And 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 this has been good for me though to recognize that people are people. Mm-hmm. And and that's, you know, even though we have have to, even though I have a title, even mm-hmm. though I have degrees, I'm still human. Yeah. And I think recognizing and I don't think I I, I didn't think I, I didn't think I wasn't. Yeah. But just recognizing, you know what? Um you know, it's been a while since I've seen a counselor, and mm-hmm. it's probably good to just. Well, and I think go. the beauty to tie everything back, yeah, the beauty of being a therapist, going to a therapist, and like, I called a, a counselor last night, and it was a weird experience because I haven't been on that side of the call for years. Um, but the benefit is like this might f- sound really crass. Um, I don't have to care about them as a person. I don't have to care who no, they are or reciprocal. what their lives are like, how their day was. I don't have to ask them a single question about their lives. Nope. I just get them to like focus on me Which for that is hour. Nothing wrong with that, right? And I'm really excited because that doesn't happen. Nope. Like even in my, like, and and not that like I don't have the opportunity to focus on me. It's more that like it's so habitual and so natural for me to fall into curiosity of other people. Right. That. It doesn't happen very often. And so to have a place where I get to be quote unquote mean, well, they all shut down on us, but we'll yeah. continue. It's okay. Um, and just focus on me. Yeah. Feels real nice. Yeah. And I think for those that are listening, I don't know, for whatever it's worth, I hope this helps humanize yeah. therapists. We're people too. Yep. We struggle. We even uh, struggle to find therapists. We do. This is not something that only the the common man or common right. woman experiences. Right. So, yeah, a little insight into what we're thinking today. Yeah. Hope it blessed you a little bit. 
please let us know what this yeah. conversation was like for you and if this is the content that you've wanted more of from yeah. us more of an in inner look and if not you know maybe we'll decide that we want to do this anyways and <laughs> i don't know <laughs> let us know candid at mayfieldcounseling.com we'd love to hear from you awesome